Hello, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of the Most High, Yahuwah Elohim. I am the son, Yahuwah. I'd like to welcome you to this edition of my podcast entitled Enter the Cloud. Uh, I think it is very incumbent upon me and imperative and crucial on your part to understand exactly what cloud layer mean in Jewish Kabbalistic thought as well as apocalyptic literature because our lives depend on it. As I said candidly in so many uh, prior podcasts, Christ Jesus is present in that he has turned his attention into the affairs of mankind here on earth to take out of us a people for his father's name, Yahuwah, or as I stated earlier, Jehovah or Yahweh, if you prefer. But these, uh, this particular group of people know the importance of calling upon the name, the personal name of our Father in heaven and the kingdom of God, which is a theocratic government um, under the rulership of his son and appointee, Christ Jesus. And this is a government that is going to take full affair, um, full effect of the affairs here on, on earth in the not too distant future. As a matter of fact, it is controlling now. And this is the reason why we see a dismantling of human governments as we know it today. But getting back to cloud layer, uh, hailing from the Seattle, Washington area, although I was born in Columbus, Ohio, but hailing from the Seattle, Washington uh, area, we see cloud layer practically every day. And when we go up into the mountain passes, uh, particularly uh, Snoqualmie Pass on Highway 90, Highway 90 going up into the Cascade Mountains, we always see a cloud layer that's that's nestled, nestled and settled um, down upon the mountains. And it's really beautiful, but make no mistake about it. We see no sun. It can be broad daylight outside. There is no sun. But we know that the sun is beyond the cloud layer because of the light. Well, it's the same way with Messiah Yahushua. He gave us features of his prophetic presence. Prophetic features of his presence and kingdom power. And these things are going to be increasing in frequency, intensity, severity. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And these are worldwide prophetic features, not isolated places and time periods. These are prophetic features that's going to affect every person on the face of the earth, such as World War I and World War II. The conflict between Russia and Ukraine affects uh, governments around the world and especially economies as the stock market, the prices in stock markets crash. They come down because uh, people just don't know um, what economies are affected by the economy of Russia um, and Ukraine. Um, there are a lot of economies tied into the, the Russian economy, such as Germany. Um, the United States. And so the 
stock market becomes really uh, volatile, more or less. And, and people tend to hold back on their stocks and pull back on their money or their investments, we shall say. Well, during the parousia, or the present presence of Messiah Yahushua, he talked about the increasing of global wars affecting economies and everybody. Uh, he talked about earthquakes in one place after another, food shortages, at times uh, exacerbated by the increasing pricing of foods, um, as well as pandemics. And these are worldwide occurrences. Um, he also talked about a global increasing in lawlessness, in criminal activity. Sexual immorality is rampant and prevalent in the world today. Um, when we talk about uh, the sex trade of, uh, you know, the um, of women and children, uh, all these things are to be occurring at the same time, you know, it's like simultaneously. So it's imperative to understand what it means when Christ Jesus said, or when it is written of him, look, he is coming with the clouds or he is coming in the clouds. And on many occasions, he said that he would return, especially in, the, um, in Luke chapter 21, verse 27, where he says, and then they will see the son of man coming in the clouds with power and great glory. So it's imperative that we understand that Kabbalistic thought and the apocalyptic literature, um, why it was written down for our benefit today. Uh, but until then, I'm going to turn our attention to a man who is from France. Uh, his name is Alex Bouillon. And the title of the song, a very beautiful song, is called River Sane. I'm the son of Yahuwah. The name of the podcast is called Enter the Clouds. Be with you in a moment.
You know, ever since um, the inspired prophetic biblical book of Revelation, Revelation, excuse me, has been written, faithful men and women of all past, present, today, and maybe in the future, of course in the future, even, even entire families um, have become increasingly interested, albeit baffled by the symbolic language and the imagery um, used to describe the apocalyptic events that I'm inspired um, to share and to relate to my audience uh, today. Uh, events that is occurring right now simultaneously and in rapid succession. And I do mean rapid succession. For example, the four apocalyptic horsemen of Revelation chapter 6 certainly foreshadow uh, the prophetic features of, of uh, uh, global wars, earthquakes in one place after another, pandemics such as coronavirus, which affects the world. Um, over the lifespan of a generation of people, um, believe it or not, that marks the Parousia of Messiah Yahusha and the ushering in of the kingdom of God, the theocratic, heavenly administration or government of angelical sons of God, the new heavens. And now we're waiting on the new earth. If a man or woman was born in 1905, they would be about 117 years old today. Now, the current, the current oldest person living today, according to the historical website Cora, uh, was born in 1903. And there are thousands around the world today that were born before the 28th of July, 1914. And that was the year that um, Franz Ferdinand was assassinated by uh, Guarulo, Guarulo uh, Precipice outside his home. That assassination of Franz Ferdinand actually culminated in World War I of which over 20 to 30 million military men, soldiers, and civilians were killed. As of February 18th, 2022, 37 people have been officially validated as having been born in 1905. And there are 138 more cases, unvalidated. Nevertheless, these persons represent the generational diet, uh, paradigm of those who are going to live. Some of them are going to live to see the conclusion of this system of things. And that is just simply how close we are to seeing the end of this world, how deep we are into the great tribulation. The great, a lot of people say that the great tribulation has come. It has not, it has all, it is already here. The great tribulation ushers in the parousia of Messiah Yahushua's rulership in the heavens, 
And what was the first thing he did? Well, if we look at the the four symbolic uh, horsemen in the apocalyptic book, aptly named the book of Revelation and the inspired Holy Scriptures known to us today as the Bible, we see in chapter six, there are four horses. And the first rider is on the white horse. And he was wearing a crown and a bow was given him, which is a weapon of war. And so are horses. And the command is go out to conquer and to complete your conquest. And the first thing he does is to eradicate from heaven all rebellion and resistance by throwing Satan and devil to organizations that rebelled against the sovereignty of Yahuwah since the fall of Adam and Eve. That's how long they've been going up there. Quite frankly, if we read the book of Job, we see that members of that, those two factions were coming to and from the earth. They were going up into heaven, coming down to the earth. And in the first two chapters, Yahweh Elohim will sit back and say, where did you come from? What is it that you're here to incite me in, uh, for this time? And like he said, you took care of Job. You blessed him his hands. Everything he, that you have, he has asked of you, you have given to him. But now, for example, let me thrust out my hand and see if I don't get him to curse you to your face. And we know what Yahweh Elim said. He said, there he is in your hand. Just don't kill him. And so when we read the book of Job, everything that Job went through in his life, we go through. That's the reason why we have the book of Job. It teaches us that, first of all, the angels that belong to the orders of rebellion in heaven used to do are the ones that are inciting us into wars against other countries, against ourselves internally and against family members. And then when someone close to us die, what do we do? We want to blame God. That's exactly what Adam did. The woman you gave to me, she did this to me, and so I ate. And so, Yahweh Elohim asks us Eve. Who told you you were naked? What have you done? She said, the devil did this to me. And so I ate. He deceived me. She told the truth because she was deceived. Because Satan had her believing, one of those fallen angels had her believing that Yahweh Elohim lied to her husband, thus her husband lied to her. And so she didn't have nobody to point to but him. And he didn't have nobody to point to but himself. That is the angel that was responsible for telling them everything they needed to do to stay in Yahweh Elohim's good gracious and to bring everlasting benefits to their children, which Christ Jesus 
has done by offering up his life as a ransom sacrifice for all of us. Now, if we go into that account, brothers and sisters, just briefly, if we go into that account, we'll see that when Yahweh Elohim sent an angel, a messenger angel, to tell Adam what time it was, Yahuwah Elohim explained to him and said, from every tree of the garden you may eat to satisfaction, but as for the tree that is in the midst of the garden, you must not eat of it or part it, for you will die. But now if you listen to Eve's conversation with the angelic, this, this Edenic cherub who was covering, according to Ezekiel chapter 28, verses 13 through 15, You'll see, brothers and sisters, or we shall see, I should say. We'll see and we shall read with our own eyes and understand with our own minds, our own minds. That Adam certainly directed Eve not to touch that tree. Because this is what Eve said in chapter three of Genesis. If you read it real carefully, she said from every tree of the garden, we must eat. Well, let me just put it like this. The Edenic cherub that was covering, who had the responsibility to tell them everything that Yahweh Elohim wanted them to do um, to succeed in his plans of bringing everlasting benefits to their children the world over. He approached Eve and said, is it really so that God said that you must not eat from every tree of the garden that is in the, in the garden? She said, Yahuwah Elohim has said that we can eat from every tree that it is in the garden. That is in the garden. But as for the tree that is in the midst of the garden, he said we must not eat from it. No, we must not touch it. Yahuwah Elohim did not tell her not to touch that tree. Who told her to not to touch that tree? Adam. He told her. But this Edenic cherub told him that Yahuwah Elohim wanted to know. But then he also reemphasized it and told her, don't even go around it. Don't touch it. Stay away from it. So she knew enough and had enough knowledge to make an informed decision to stay away from that tree. And to even say, look, no, uh, -uh no. Or to even, you know, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. He didn't owe oh, a cherub that's covering. But she didn't. But she had enough knowledge and insight to know not to mess with that. And that's the reason why she was caught up in the rebellion as well. But getting back to this generation of people and the cloud layer, along with the physical features, the prophetic features of Christ Jesus' parousia of global wars and food shortages and pandemics and earthquakes in one place after another. According to the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and other books written by Peter and Paul, those mark the time period known as the Great Tribulation as well 
amongst other things, global increasing in crime, uh, changes in the weather, uh, increasing of um, the sex trafficking trade, sexual immorality, gambling, according to Isaiah chapter 65, verse 10, 11, it says that's a no-no. We're not supposed to be gambling, worshiping the God of good luck and the God of destiny. Many people going to lose their lives because of that. Trust me. Because we're worshiping false gods. You know, we don't go and pray to God, you know, Yahweh Elohim, Jehovah, or Yahweh, if you prefer, and say, Jehovah, bless me with this as I go roll the dice. You know, no, we don't have to take chances on rolling the dice with our father in heaven. It is what it is with him. If he say he's going to do it, he's going to do it. It's as simple as that. We don't need to run out there and play state lotteries. No one has really gotten rich off of it. One person went the whole jackpot and then you we never see that person. No one who plays the lottery. Everybody's giving all their money to that one person with the hope of gaining that big pot of money on the other side of the rainbow. How sadistic that we would spend years and years and years of our lives not even hitting the jackpot and give up just as much money playing lottery as people give up in, uh, give up in cigarettes. And if we recoup that money and find out how much we gave up, we'd probably be a millionaire. But we don't think about such things because we just want to get it right then and there. Just big pot. We daydream of having $500 million. My brothers and sisters, you better read Isaiah chapter 65, verse 10 and 11 real good and see what you're doing. But getting back to this cloud layer. Besides the prophetic features of Messiah Yahusha presence. It's the generation of people who go to witness his parousia. And as that number continues to fall. Of those who's witnessing. The parousia. Of Messiah Yahusha. The great cloud of other witnesses is increasing. And yet they are part of that great cloud of witnesses spoken of in Hebrews chapter 12. A cloud of people that many around the world don't even see. The cloud layer also serves as a form of protection. As we look at the book of Exodus chapter 14, we can see that the cloud that was in front of the encampment of the Israelite, ancient Israel, moved to the rear and separated them from the um, advancing Egyptian forces. That was wanting to overtake them, kill some of them, maybe, and bring the rest of them back to Egypt to continue on their building projects. And we see the, the, the magnificent buildings and structures um, that were built by a lot of the Hebrew slaves at that time in the sphinxes and the, the pyramids, the obelixes. But Messiah Yahushua said this, and this generation of people will not by no means pass away till all these things occur. In other words, Christ Jesus was saying this.
that some of those who witnessed the outbreak of World War One and who can recall it will also see the end of this system of things, the end of this world. There are going to be some of those people that's going to see the end of this world. That is just simply how close we are to the conclusion of this system of things, brothers and sisters. We are so very close that many of you are going to still go on being not only oblivious, it ain't because you, you don't know, because you know if you listen to the Son of Yahuwah podcast, and I know that some that for some of you deep down inside, y'all know the things in the world is is just terrible, something's terribly wrong. But you you can't put your your finger on it simply because you don't read enough of the scriptures to see it from our father's standpoint of view and not humanity's. We're not supposed to see it from humanity's point of view. And that's the reason why the majority of mankind is going to lose their lives in the not too distant future. Because they want to see it from the standpoint or the point of view of man and not Yahuwah Elohim's path, his point of view. But as I said, we have a great cloud of witnesses that's mushrooming around the world, sharing this enlightenment and illuminating people, hearts and minds to this truth. Whereas the, 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 the generation of people who is going to witness these things is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And yet some of them are going to go right into the new system of things. So understand what it means to come into a cloud, to come to enter into the cloud, brothers and sisters. Understand what that means, please. Because scripture tells us, it tells us that as the disciples were gazing up into the heavens, a cloud hid him from their sight. Christ Jesus, that is. And it says in Revelation, look, he is coming in the clouds and every eye will see him. Every eye will see him. Well, the only eyes that saw him ascended to heaven was his disciples. And as I've said in so many podcasts before, they foreshadowed a large body, the great cloud of witnesses around the world today who recognizes his presence, his descension from heaven, and that he turned his attention to the earth to take out of them a people for his father's name. He is the one that's controlling this, this, this preaching work, this teaching work of, of apocalyptic literature and Jewish Kabbalistic thought around the world. While the majority of the world, as I said, is, is totally oblivious, and if not oblivious, just they're not ignorant, they just choose to ignore it. They're foolish. Like the virgins in Matthew 25. And that's the reason why the oil in their lamps are gone, has been diminished. Because they're not reading enough of, of, of the scriptures and meditating upon it and, and, and listening to podcasts like the Son of Yahuwah to see outside themselves that the biblical prophecies and features denoting Christ uh, Jesus's parousia are unfolding in rapid succession right before their very eyes. And like I said, the reason why they're totally oblivious to it is because they choose to ignore it 
They just simply choose to ignore it. And they, they just don't care. They're doing their own thing. And that's okay too. Because I'm not here to judge. I'm here to teach. And to share and to enlighten and to illumine your souls, your lives to these truths. <clears throat> Never one of you have gave me a pity. Another prophetic feature. You receive free, you give free. I share this out the for my love for Yahweh Elohim, his son, and love for my friends, my neighbors, my brothers and sisters um, in the flesh here. Besides those related to me in the, in the faith. In this truth that you are hearing. So we have a great cloud of witnesses that recognize the parousia of Christ's presence or as some people say, his second coming. He's here. As foreshadowed by the small group of disciples that were standing on the the shores of the Sea of Galilee and the generation of people that he spoke of that will see his parousia too. And that number of people is dying off. It's getting smaller. If it's just one that's left remaining, when the end of this world comes, that prophecy has been fulfilled. And I give you a number. There's thousands and there's 138 that hasn't been validated yet. But there are thousands around the world. And I can tell you, they can relate to you exactly how bad things has gotten from the time that World War I started up to now. So that's just how close we are, brothers and sisters, to the conclusion of this system of things. And I'd like to share that with you. Because it's just so imperative that we understand what's going on in the world today. It is. We have to understand exactly what's going on in the world during Christ's presence. We just have to do it. So I want to thank you very much. This has been a short podcast. It's been a very, very short podcast, but I wanted to be direct and to the point with it and to help you see with your eyes of understanding the hope that's been reserved for you in the heavens or here, either here on earth under paradise conditions. And that with your eyes of understanding, your hearts have become illumined to this truth. That you could put yourself in a position not only to have a personal relationship with Yahweh Elohim by means of Messiah Yahusha, his son, Christ Jesus. But that you could become part of the great crowd of witnesses that's going to be ushered into the new earthly society of people. As explained in the apocalyptic vision of chapter seven of the book of Revelation. Who are they? Where did they come from? They got palm branches in their arm. These are days that come out of the great. These are they that come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Meaning we exercise ample faith in the ransom sacrifice of Messiah Yahushua. And so we maintain a righteous standing before our father in heaven, having donned our white robes. They're not bloodstained with sin and transgressions. 
They've been wiped. Our transgressions and sins have been wiped clean. The divine record of our, our guilt, our shame, our transgressions has been cleared. And you've been given the pass to go into the righteous new system of things, earthly society things, under the, the kingdom rulership, the government agency of Messiah, Yahushua Christ Jesus. Don't be like those of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 4. Where is this promised presence of his at? We're telling people that Christ is present. They don't see it because they're looking for him to come in the, in the, uh, in the flesh for one. Two, they really never really got to read the scriptures to understand what why they say that. Where is this promised presence of his at? I don't see him. Things been going on the same way since my father's was born and passed away. Everything's the same. There's always been wars. There's always been earthquakes. There's always been pandemics. People with, living without food. But what they fail to miss is the the synoptic literature of that. That these things are all happening simultaneously, occurring around the world at the same time and in increasing in frequency, intensity, and severity. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And then they forgot about the generation of people who's going to witness these things and become part of the great crowd of of, of, uh, of, of witnesses in the new earthly society, people that's been ushered into the new earthly society by means of Christ Jesus, the greater Moses today. They don't see that. Our faith tells us that. And the word of God tells us that. And this is the reason why I observe it. That's what the love of God means, that we observe these things. We have to show love to our father, but not only observing, but sharing this truth with others, enlightening others to this truth. I'd like to leave off with a beautiful song again by um, Alex Bunyan. And it's a song that, uh, I mean, I love it. I, I don't see it in my, my thing here. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. Um, here it is. I found it. It's called Harlem of My Mind. Harlem of My Mind. Beautiful song. And I might just come down with two more, three more songs behind that to ease your minds and, and to get you feeling good beyond, about what's happening. But never forget the fact that Christ Jesus, brothers and sisters, is present. He's present. And this is the reason why things in the world is going bad. Not that he's tearing it up because Revelation chapter 11, verse 15 through 18 says that God is going to bring to a ruin those ruining the earth. Yahuwah, Yahusha, Messiah Yahusha is not tearing up this earth. He's saving Yahuwah's people. He is not so much concerned about what the people around the world is doing right now. He's more concerned with directing the preaching work in this world right now, uh, of which you are uh, being avid listeners, uh, being that you're listening to the Son of Yahuwah podcast. And I am certainly happy to enlighten you and to illumine you um, into his activities. And I will hope that you be incited and inspired just like I have been 
to become part of this great cloud of witnesses that's illuminating, illuminating other brothers and sisters and preparing us to go into the new earthly society of people under the kingdom rulership of his son, Messiah Yahushua. I love you very much. Thank you for listening to the, my podcast entitled Enter the Cloud. And I leave you with Harlem on my mind by none other than Alex Puyan. Thank you. May Yahweh Elin be with the spirit you show. This is the Son of Yahuwah production. Azbuyan. Harlem on my mind.